0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Aeterna Podcast. We'll get right into it with episode 21, You've Adequate Amounts of Blood.
1: Alright, so Lark and I are heading out to uh, steal some medicine.
2: All right. Looking like discount ninjas
1: right? Adira is impressed she didn't know there were special outfits for stealing medicine
0: and uh, you could actually with the quick change cloak y'all could uh, one of you could wear it and immediately like switch in and out of this ninja garb
1: well that would probably be best to give to Lark because I can at least blend in if I can find even a small group of people Okay, with my magic-y
0: So do y'all want to give Lark the quick change cloak?
3: Yeah, he may as well take it for now, and then once the group regroups, we can talk about divvying up everything accordingly.
2: So I have
1: a quick change cloak now? Is that what it is? Yeah. Basically, it's part of the party inventory, and they're letting us use it, and when we get back, we're going to discuss what gets sold and what gets divided up how and that kind of stuff.
0: Right. Uh... Would it affect both of you instead of just one? The potion of Pass Without a Trace might be
3: helpful as well.
1: Well, this is supposed to be a real easy in and out, so I'm not overly concerned with it.
0: That's fair.
2: Um, Is the Quick Change Cloak currently storing any disguises?
0: Uh, Would you like to activate it?
2: Um, if I need to very quickly undone my ninja disguise, then I will be sure to use the quick change cloak, but um but currently doesn't have anything in it? Or is it we just haven't tried it, so we don't know yet? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. Uh, to know what's in it, I think. Uh, give me one moment, I'll verify that. I Uh, yes, you do have to activate it um and then once activated then you will know if uh if there's more than one stored or just one i press the button there's no button but you know how to activate it uh because you uh because it's identified um so you activate it and there's uh there are certain things that like immediately just fall to the ground because they're not made for you um but you are now wearing a uh a silver and gold mask that is relatively featureless but does have a downturned uh frown like very very just sort of like a crescent moon frown and the eyes are also crescent moon shapes
2: okay is that the only disguise in this
0: uh that is the only disguise stored
2: okay uh i'm going to store it back into the cloak uh, and okay. I will wear the cloak along with my, um, uh, my ninja disguise, and then if I need to store my ninja disguise, I'll be able to do so.
0: Alright. Uh, so, uh, I, I imagine y'all are not wandering out into the street with the masks on.
1: That seems like probably not a great idea.
0: Alright. So... Y'all set out. It, it looks like <laughs> Riley is giving Lark uh, the Pass Without Trace potion anyway as a precaution.
2: Okay, I will definitely accept that.
3: You can never be too prepared. Like I said, I've played enough Shadowrun. The easy things are always very difficult and can go very south very fast.
0: Oh,
4: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Pass without a trace, just in case, does come <clears throat> around. You're right.
1: So we will uh, make our way towards this lord's house
0: all right so you make your way towards this lord's house you wait on the far side of the wall where taraxxus told you and you wait for the exact moment uh go ahead and give me a climb chance
1: Yeah, I'm not very good at this but yeah, see, not very good at this. Also it's, not
4: a, very it's
2: good. uh you would think rogues would have climb as a class skill, but here we are. Seven,
0: think, but those are uh both enough actually as it is a fairly short wall. It is it is uh it's a decorative wall, not a privacy wall so it's it's a little over chest height but you're able to like kind of pull up roll over uh and indeed true to true to the statements before there seems to be no one around uh go ahead and give me stealth checks
2: all right i'm good at those
1: i'm not but i rode
2: well so Hmm, that's odd. Um apparently it is not adding my class skill bonus, which is weird. Uh I have the box checked off here. I'm just gonna add it manually and then figure out what's going on. Okay. Um so that should be plus three.
5: Was it subtracting for your armor?
0: Oh it it's uh um, it's because you're in, in your system you're encumbered. That's why.
2: Oh, that would be it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You you probably wouldn't be carrying all that shit with you.
2: Um no, I probably would not.
0: So yeah, you can just click it and we'll add the three
2: back. Okay. I added it manually. Um so the result is at fifteen.
0: Okay. Um <clears throat> so you sneak along unhindered. Uh you reach this uh back door. Uh, which is indeed unlocked and, uh, you go in.
2: Yep. Um, just, uh, okay. Yeah. That's what, that's what it should be. So yeah, that's the plan.
0: All right. Uh, you creep in, go ahead and give me perceptions and we will continue rolling with your
2: stealth. All right. Uh, perception roll. Uh, my perception was an 11. Mine was a 14.
0: All right, so Adira's would just faintly pick up, uh, the sounds of simple, gentle conversation coming from far, probably towards the front of the house, and it just seems like casual conversation. Certainly not enough to pick up the details of the conversation. Uh, but following the directions you got takes you, does not put you really much closer to that at all. And you find yourself in uh, the storeroom, uh, which was actually hidden, but uh, slightly. But within, uh, you find it, you you go in. Uh, do you close yourselves in or do you leave the door open?
2: Can I take a look at the door to see if there's any traps or anything that's gonna lock latch automatically?
0: It, I mean, it has it has a latch like a door does. It's just a simple hidden door. There's no traps.
2: Okay, and we like... I don't foresee us having any problem opening the door behind us? No. When we, okay, so yeah, we would probably close it then.
0: Alright, uh, so you close the door back in and you're in this small storeroom. Uh, and there is indeed a small uh, banded iron chest. Uh, which, I mean, predominantly wood, but it's banded. Okay. Uh, and it does have a lock on
2: it. Okay, I take out some crochet needles and I start working on the lock.
0: Alright, give me a disabled device check. Uh,
2: I rolled a 15 on my disabled device.
0: Alright, so the lock is better than that, uh, but, I mean, you do this on a round-by-round, round, so go ahead and try again.
2: Okay, uh, I know usually the, uh, the system assumes that we're taking 20 on a disabled device, but, uh. I can give you another one, in case time is sensitive.
0: Only if you're taking two minutes to do it. Okay. Uh, it if you're doing disable device in the moment, uh, it is roll by roll. Okay.
2: Um, well, regardless, I um, uh, I rolled a twenty-five on my second attempt.
0: Yes. So that will um, that that will go through, and you'll unlock it. You open it up, and within there is a vial case. Uh, with several uh vials in it there are some valuable looking objects um and uh a variety of valuable looking things each of which is no greater than a foot in length and uh a vial case that takes up about a third
2: of the uh, having infiltrated this fellow's mansion does this guy look like he is really lacking for wealth
0: no uh he's not lacking for wealth uh, he's not. His house isn't um, grandiose and or anything, but it, it's certainly of a wealthy person's standing. Okay. It's well cleaned and and maintained.
2: Okay. Um. So I will take almost everything. I might leave him like a knickknack or two.
0: Okay. Uh, Adira, um, what, what's your stance on that?
1: She's not gonna say anything. She like as long as he gets the medicine. She doesn't care what he does
0: All right So uh, Go ahead and make me a stealth check as you make your way back out
2: All right I'm taking from the rich and giving to the poor the poor in this circumstance being us
0: Chaotic move
1: Yeah, there we go. I knew it was coming
2: <laughs> I rolled an 18.
0: Uh, give me perceptions
2: I rolled a ten on my perception.
0: Okay, so neither of you hear anything. Uh, uh do you? Did you close the door behind you? Yes.
2: Yeah. Every I I close everything behind me. So the uh, um, the lock to the uh, the chest, the door, everything like that.
0: All right. Um. So you go. And you sneak out the back once again. Nobody seems to be there. <clears throat> Adira, you would see uh, Taraxas kind of doing like the like the long like side, laying on his side, like with with his head sitting on the back of his hand, sort of thing, along that decorative wall uh, as you come come out and you make your way back over the wall. Some some uh, a person on the street. Kind of gives you a weird look, but then like this, this gruff little looking, uh, not gruff, rough looking little man. And he just shrugs and walks on.
1: Okay. Well, Adira was being very quiet there because like she wasn't talking during all this because that seems like counterproductive. But once they're back on the other side of the wall, she'll be like, you got some medicine. Yep. With a little something extra. All right. Well, I suggest we get back so that you can... Start the medicine as quickly as possible.
2: All right, we do. We do. I just drink this. Is there a special way to administer this?
1: Um, that's a good question, Taraxis. Mm-hmm. Does he just drink it, or is it like a way to administer it?
4: Why yes,
0: it's a potion, but which one it is, you'll have to find out. <laughs>
1: oh goodness! She'll look back to Lark and say. Evidently, it is a potion that just needs to be drank, but we don't know which one in the vile case it is. We'll probably have to have foresight, take a look, and figure it out.
2: Worst come stories, we just try them all.
1: Well, one of them could be something that could hurt you.
2: More than this, pointing to my uh, wound.
1: Fair point. I guess none of the potions are going to try to obliterate your soul.
2: Hopefully. Knock on
1: wood so we will start back I'll ask him on the way, I'll be like by the way, Lark when you're feeling better um, I'm
2: I've feeling purchased- fine right now I'm just worried about how I'm going to be feeling tomorrow
1: that's true but I um, uh, I purchased a dress for myself and uh, I was wondering if maybe you could take a look at it and find some similar material and make some gloves to go with it oh, it would be absolutely my pleasure I, I, of course, will pay you for your work and everything.
2: All right, just get me the materials, and uh, we uh, uh, we can consider it paid for.
1: Okay, I just... um, I didn't want to just buy some random ones that wouldn't complement it well.
2: Well, we'll we'll set you up nice and fashionable.
0: All right. Uh, So, you're walking back through town... Heading back to the stacked dish. On the way, Lark, you have an uneasy feeling. Like there's all too many eyes watching you.
2: Do all of these eyes that I feel watching me happen to be like tied to this fleshy mound that's following me around? It
0: it very much feels like that, but you don't see him anywhere.
2: All right. I still look around just in case because I definitely don't want this thing creeping up on me.
0: Right. And still there in the front of your head are are the quote-unquote words that it spoke to you.
2: Right. I, uh, I stay away from the buildings. I'm still half convinced this thing lives in these floorboards.
0: Alright. Um, but yeah, it, it's almost like at this point, like, you can feel yourself trying to visualize these words they're almost starting to try and take shape in your mind.
2: Oh, good. That's what I was going for.
0: In the meantime, back at the stacked dish, uh, this probably would have taken 20, 30 minutes. Uh, getting across town, preparing, making sure you weren't seen in the first place. Uh, what are... Uh, uh, we have Foresight do a uh, herbalism check. Uh, to make the medicine, it should be quite easy. Uh, you, what do you get to pl- add it to your herbalism?
6: Do you mean like the special, like half level bonus?
0: No, just like in general, like oh, your, your plus skill five. bonus. Uh, yeah, you could take ten and make this.
6: Sick. Can you take ten on this? Because I thought that if there was any consequence of failure, you couldn't take ten.
0: No, that's taking twenty. You can take ten as long as you're. On certain skills, as long as you are not rushed or threatened. Sick. This man. would be a mundane routine task for you. Yeah.
6: Because otherwise, I was gonna spend the last hero point on it. Because he cares. Eat for that. Uh. So, um,
0: this would be a simple uh medicine. So it's only gonna take you two hours per dose to produce it. Leaf, Riley, Brock, what are you all doing?
7: Uh, I imagine Leaf is probably prepping food and uh, socializing with the folks downstairs.
3: All right. During this time, Riley will probably, unless Clint has to run off, probably just get some um, contacts from Clint, maybe where we can go to sell some of the stuff we have. People that he knows that might be looking to buy some of the uh, various equipment we picked up on the way, and then he needs to make a pit stop upstairs to see Foresight real quick to at least drop off the money that's due him.
0: Alright. And Brock, real quick, doing anything?
5: I mean, he would probably just be hanging out. Nothing seems to be uh, super pressing at the moment.
0: Leaf, uh, go ahead and make me a diplomacy check to to get Mr. Man to let you use his kitchen. Mr. Bourne.
7: Okay. That's my specialty. Ba-boom. That's a twenty total. And yeah, uh that's... since he's humanoid, uh that should be a twenty-two. Yeah.
0: Especially with uh his high opinions of your group, uh that will certainly he'll be like, Oh yes, please. Uh please. <clears throat> uh whatever you'd like.
7: Oh thank thank you. I'll be sure to uh leave some for the staff and your family.
0: That's very kind of you, sir.
7: And, uh I'll I'll walk my tree and my cat and my uh basket of plants into the kitchen and get to work.
0: Alright. Um, Riley. Uh so uh Clint's like uh, so you need to uh find somebody to sell some of these other things to.
3: Yes, most likely. Uh,
0: I would like to keep at least one of those short swords as they are... Uh, they're all basically made the same, but they are of the period. Um, other than that, I'm sure there's a, uh, a blacksmith here in town or a, or a pawnbroker who could take them off your hands. Uh, no one in particular I'd have in mind to be buying weapons uh, above others unless they were particularly... Uh, special Uh, that aside um your magical items uh those scrolls that you were looking to rid yourself of um those i do have someone uh, i think who might be interested uh her name's galay she runs a a small uh, apothecary here in town but she also doubles as a magic shop uh you'll find her at uh galay's goods
3: uh an acquaintance of yours then
0: I've known her for a few years, yes. Um, she's she's always been fair.
3: And have you visited her since our return to town?
0: Uh, briefly, yes. Um, okay. I, I I had her opinion on uh, that, that small uh, cursed idol. What did she have to say? She said it's a... Uh, it's a bane totem uh, usually they're made to focus against uh, one group or another uh, but they basically just make your reflexes slower they they dull your senses uh, and uh, they weaken your body they they're terrible to be around if you're a part of the group they're designed for, and they happen to be designed for elves.
3: Yes, that does sound pretty tiring, horrible even. To my
0: understanding, when built properly, they can be quite, a, quite an asset.
3: Sure, but it's upsetting to see it have such effects on my elvish allies.
0: This is true. Uh, she mentioned learning about them from a cleric who used to carry one uh, that was a Undead's Bane totem. Uh, that it helped uh, with exterminating such creatures.
3: That seems much more pleasant and useful than one uh, attuned to Elvish blood.
0: Certainly, but I think I'll keep it. Find a way uh, to negate its properties, but display it in the museum.
3: By all means, it's yours, as is the short sword you requested. And when we venture off to do business with Galay, we will give her your regards. Thank you very much. Of course. Now, excuse me, I must go see Foresight for a moment. Certainly. So you head upstairs and head to Foresight's room. Yep. And uh, once again, knock, knock, knock.
6: Uh, you're not gonna get an answer, but if you listen with any amount of carefulness whatsoever, you could definitely hear some clanking of glasses.
0: And a great bellowing horn.
6: Yeah, you know, like you do.
3: Curious. Uh, yeah, to hell with it. Riley will try opening the door. It ain't fucking locked.
6: You never (laughs) know. (laughs) Oh, Elvish impersonators. Yeah, I fucking hate hearing the word Elvish. It's Elven, cretins.
3: <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna say Elvish for the rest of my life now.
6: You have been. It's oh, and, and I'm changed. gonna
3: keep doing it.
6: Yeah, nothing's changed.
3: Status quo has been met. I do love the status quo. Mm. Yeah, we're good frenemies, you and I. Mm. <laughs>
0: So you you can hear him tinkering uh, within, but he does not answer the door.
3: That's okay. Riley will open the door and wander in. Yeah, you you see
6: him hard at work. Uh, the instant he got inside, uh, he broke out all of his equipment. He's probably hasn't even noticed that you're here.
3: That's fine. Riley will just say, foresight. I've heard many great things from Leaf about your endeavors today. He's
0: using his 14-inch dick as a pestle?
6: No. Pounding away, are you? <laughs> Sounds like a terrible thing to do. That doesn't sound sanitary, or...? Oh, you and your elvish ways.
3: Thank you.
6: <laughs> This is for a child, sir. No. Get, get that out of here. This is for a child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well technically she was last session so it's not How their fault she... she grew up overnight there are you. well but i think not there's not a like difference
5: a between a father referencing his child and her literally being a child
0: <laughs> yeah she's like in her late teens
6: she she's effectively an adult this is a child <laughs> get that disgusting attitude out of here <laughs> did... LP, anyway, uh, yeah, so Forsyth, yes. uh he's going to look up. Um, We were just looking for herbs.
3: Well, by Leaf's accounts, you uh, did the majority of the work and were very knowledgeable, especially about blueberries, of all things. Shrug. Fair enough.
6: Work, I... work was done. It doesn't really matter who did it.
3: So things are looking well for uh, getting the proper medicine for this girl. So long as I don't mess this part up, then let me not disturb you much longer. I just came to drop off some payments we received from Clint's. I will leave it on your bed over here. Kachink, not fish. No, it's a kachink.
6: Yeah, it is. It is in fact uh, canonically a kachink. I'm sorry, it's it's in the rule set actually. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It it must be a kachink. If it was I'm a agree- k- then something would be dangerously wrong.
3: I'm agreeing with my friend of me here. It's definitely a kachink.
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> also definitely Elvish, you fuck. Yeah. I'm
6: sorry. <laughs> what this about
3: Elvishin? Elvishin.
6: I like that more, strangely enough.
3: <laughs> it has a good ring to it, actually. Yeah. Elvishin. Yeah.
6: yeah, okay. A good ring. Like like I wanna think of <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Uh, good. We'll workshop yep. that, keep it, note it, uh, put it in like a little locker. It, we'll, just, we'll keep that on the side for what right now. We'll talk about it later. Okay.
3: That was fun. Yeah, Riley drops off the money and then we'll uh, leave Foresight to his work.
0: Okay, where do you head, Riley?
3: Uh, back downstairs to hang out with Brock, I guess. Gotta wait to see how the uh, whole heist thing turns out. All right. In that time,
0: uh, Foresight will probably finish his, uh, his first dose. Leaf will bring dinner together and, uh, Lark and Adira will return.
2: What did he make? All right. When I get back, I immediately seek out Foresight.
0: Okay. Uh, so you get back, you don't see Foresight around, but, uh, Brock and... Uh, Riley are at the table. Leaf uh, is setting down bowls or plates of forest something or other with owl. Roast
7: owl with a berry reduction sauce. Sounds wonderful.
0: Got, got, that, fucking, got that fucking elven culinary art right there. Uh, so he set, he's setting those out. There's not a lot of meat for each of you, but there's plenty of sauce.
5: Plenty of berry reduction sauce, and that's the good <laughs>
3: Yeah. It's like a soup. See, really.
5: Luckily, well, luckily we've learned today that it's going to be very good for us. So it's like a superfood.
3: <laughs> Did you say very right. good? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is very
0: good. So you would you would see them grouped together around the table.
2: All right, I uh, I would approach foresight.
0: For, foresight is not there. Foresight is the one that is not there.
2: Oh, okay, fair enough.
6: Foresight is probably going to go the night without eating.
2: So I would approach them and say. Uh... Hey, uh, has anybody seen Foresight?
7: We do appear to be missing him. Foresight's
3: upstairs in his
2: room. Alright, I will go harass him. And I go upstairs to go for harass
0: Foresight. Alright. Adira. Yes. uh, what, What are you doing when you come in?
1: Well, if dinner's ready, she will eat dinner first. And then she will go to change out of her work clothes to get ready to go shopping.
0: Okay. So you sit down to eat. Riley, Brock, Leaf, any inquiries?
5: Uh, uh, yeah. How did, it, how did it go? Uh,
1: went well. No problems getting in or out. Um, he got the lock picked quickly enough and I believe he's taking the medicine now to have Foresight look at it.
5: There, there were no complications at all? No. Well, uh, did you get exactly what you needed, or?
1: Well, the, uh, there were several vials in a case. Um, we're not sure which one it is he needs to take, so he's taking them up to foresight to have him look at them. Don't want him taking the wrong medicine. Something so important unguarded. I'm well, I imagine the guy thought it's in a chest in his house. Nobody would know it was there, so.
5: I suppose that is true. Well, as long as everything went well, and it seems that you were not discovered
1: we only ran into one person during the, the whole ordeal and he really didn't seem to care.
5: Hopefully this is the uh, the last time we have to resort to such a thing to to save one of our own.
1: That would be my preference. Um, if we could all just stay out of Abaddon while we're asleep, that'd be great. Wait, what was that? Well... He was in Abaddon in his dream, and that's where he contracted the disease from the demons.
0: <laughs> Are you sure about that? You'll see uh, Taraxas, like, kind of in the void uh, of uh, somebody else's space, kind of like leaning over the table, his, his head almost upside down from the angle he's bending and cocked to the side.
1: Well, look who's here. Are you having fun yet?
0: Oh, it's been rather entertaining.
1: Well, so glad we could oblige you.
0: (laughs) Well, you've got a long way to go before this is all over.
1: We've got the medicine, so...
0: Oh, yes, yes. Medicine-ish medicine medicine
1: It's nice to know you're so concerned.
0: Well, of course. After all, it's what you wanted. And I'm just here to watch.
1: Okay, well, how about you watch me eat my dinner in peace?
0: <laughs> you see, it's funny, though. You're so sure of yourself. But why don't you think back? Hmm? Think back to what Abaddon's really like. And tell me if that's exactly the place you were.
1: Well, the coloration was a little off, but I don't know what his experience with Abaddon is, so...
0: Abaddon is constant, is it not? No matter where you stand, always the same. Ash and dust and an orange sky.
1: That's very true, but... That is through my eyes. I've never looked at the world through somebody else's.
0: <laughs> but you saw it with your eyes, did you
6: not?
1: I saw his version of it. I, is whatever this dream state is.
6: <laughs> How
0: very silly. You think there's different versions of Abaddon?
1: There are not. I didn't say there were different versions of it. I said perhaps people view it differently. If you're going to listen, you really should pay closer attention to what I'm saying.
0: So stubborn. (laughs) And he'll vanish. Meanwhile... Yeah. Me- meanwhile, the three of you. She just started talking to someone that wasn't there. Or no, Leaf, you would see him. You you would have seen him.
3: So yeah, Riley's reaction while that was going on was to look over at Brock and basically say, "She's uh, she's talking to that thing again, isn't she?" Not us. I want to respond. I don't think it's appropriate though.
5: I, I have no idea. And then Brock would have looked to Leaf and have been like, "Do you see? What is what is happening?"
3: Leaf is enthralled by his own meal The blueberries <laughs> are too much for him He can't speak <laughs> anymore He's Apologies <laughs>
7: Apologies. Sometimes I lose track of my mute switch On my headphones Sorry. I... Le- Leaf just kind of nods Brock would look at,
5: at Riley and be like "This is Not not being able to see this thing is growing rather Inconvenient
3: well, Just listening it's interesting trying to piece Together it's part of the conversation
7: It's best that you don't See them uh, it, it can only mean ill Speaking of which, uh, Taraxis, oh. uh, existing deals or not, uh, we're sitting down to eat as a group. This intrusion is not welcome.
0: Hmm. Is it really an intrusion if I've always been here? Yes. He'll, he'll, like, kind of step out of your field of view, leaf, and vanish.
1: Sorry about that, Brock, you were saying. Oh, um, I don't know, I seem to have lost
5: my train of thought. This is...
1: Hmm. Does he just appear to you
5: whenever he chooses to? Oh, pretty much. And, and he just... Is Is it distracting?
1: It's inconvenient. Hmm.
3: Well, Adira, do you have any ideas on how we might rid you of this plague
1: um not really because i haven't been able to determine precisely what he is i know what he's not but that doesn't help a whole lot
3: i see i did mention to lark this morning when he and i had a conversation that once we're in a position to do more research and the strange things happening to our party we'll have to buckle down and do so i'm admittedly rather, concerns for a lot of your well-being at this point.
1: Well, I've already spoken to Leaf about uh, maybe checking out some of the libraries, universities, such, and Starlight to see if they have any reference to a creature such as this. Um, But I don't think our well-being's in any great danger.
5: Well, I'm also sure in the capital there would be a practiced mage of some kind who might be experienced with either
1: visions or creatures. Oh, he's definitely not a vision. He's here.
3: Hmm. That reminds me, Leaf, you said it was better not to see them. Are you implying there was more than one? No. Okay.
7: Just the one as unpleasant as he can be.
5: Let's, it's not so much that we wish to see him. It's, we only get our end of the conversations, so it's hard to keep up with what's going on sometimes.
1: Oh, he was just arguing the reality of the dream and whether it was actually Abaddon or something to make to look like it.
3: And are you still of the mind that it was Abaddon?
1: Well, I have no way of knowing for certain. Um, But I think it's safer to assume it is until we know otherwise.
3: Fair enough. Uh, you have, you're have you more knowledgeable on this sort of thing than I am, and I'm willing to trust your judgment.
1: But regardless of whether it's actually Abaddon or not, if there's demons running around, it's just as dangerous of a place.
5: Yes, regardless of what place it actually turns out to be. The fact that uh, Lark awoke injured from the dream seems to be more pressing of an issue.
3: Yes, yes. Hopefully some of the herbs that were collected today will help both Lark and Adira sleep better in the future.
1: A good night's rest would be appreciated.
7: I'm sad to say I only have two doses of the uh, sleep leaf, but I'm sure we can find more if I put my mind to it.
3: Well, it seems that Foresight was a great aid to your efforts today. You two make a good team in the woods.
7: Here's to Foresight.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Riley will drink to that.
0: and speaking of foresight lark you were on your way up to go meet with him you find his room the door closed the sounds of tinkering coming from
6: within
2: all right um i knock on said door
6: once again there is no response just more clinking and horns
2: i uh i keep knocking i say uh foresight i need to harass you for one moment
6: The tanking will stop. She'll stand up, and he'll go to the door.
2: Ah, right, good. I was worried you wouldn't answer, considering my soul is at risk here. But uh, um, I, uh, we did manage to get a uh, potion. Uh, however, the problem is that we got too many potions, uh, and I would like to know if one of these would kill me.
6: Okay. Um. Show me what you have.
2: All right. I take out the potions and I show them to foresight
0: there are within here uh there are six potions of a pretty big size bigger than uh any of the potions y'all
6: have come across so far i'm just gonna guess that they're not fucking labeled that'd be all too convenient
2: even if they were labeled honestly i wouldn't trust it
0: you know what you know what yeah uh, i'll give him a chance Two of them are labeled, but one of the labels is faded away. Uh, the labeled one uh, saying a potion cure light wounds. <laughs> and Or not a potion, it is a flask, which means it has three uses.
2: Is that the only labeled one?
0: That is the only one with a readable label, yes. The okay. others have kind of gotten a little wet or time grunged them away or just are not labeled whatsoever
6: all right and how many are there
0: in total there are six in total
6: oh, man okay yeah i'll go ahead and make the the all of the all of the things that i do you know that one okay. thing that i do all right with varying that success. one thing you
5: do know about blueberries
6: <laughs> no the thing with his tongue you know oh maybe you don't know about that yet well, licking blueberries i'll get things in time. Oh, that's 29 uh the first
0: one is a uh flask of uh remove disease uh it only has two of its three uses however
5: you point to that one and be like that's the one that'll kill you
0: um you are unsure of the next one that's another 29. this one has one use remaining and it is a flask of break curse that's 13. Uh, you are not sure what the next one is. Yeah. Are there two more? Yes, there are two more. Okay. No, one more, because you've got the labeled one. Oh yeah, 18. Okay, so this this is a... Uh, this is a flask of uh, mage armor,
6: with all three uses. Is there any like anything to write on with these flasks, with the faded labels? But I could just film. Spend...
0: yeah. You could relabel them. I'd say you'd have the stuff to do that, yeah. He'd just do that, it'd, it'd be less time consuming. All right, so you, you still have um two that you're not sure what they are.
6: Uh, he'll not keep, he'll hold the other two off to the side and be like, I'm it could be the blood loss, it could just be my exhaustion. I don't know what these two are. Uh, the others have been labeled
2: all right um well that still uh narrows it down uh tremendously i imagine it would have to be one of these two the uh according to the uh, remove disease or remove curse um i don't suppose you would have any insight to share as to whether i'm diseased or cursed would you uh,
6: if it's a disease it's unlike anything i've seen before this is definitely supernatural that's uh it's not i could kill you to take both mm-hmm
2: Maybe Adira might be able to share more insight. Well, regardless, you've been of tremendous help today, here, uh, Foresight. I uh, appreciate you taking time from kind of look around whatever you've been doing to, uh, to help me out here. So uh, I uh, I do greatly appreciate that.
6: I'm Here to help.
2: All right, and uh, and with that, that I go see Adira.
0: And I think right around the time at the end of that conversation, with the few minutes that it would have taken Foresight to identify each of those uh you come down meeting right around the same time as we left off with them
2: all right i would i would just straight approach adiro
1: well did you figure out which potion you needed
2: i uh i put down the uh the vial rack uh, in front of adira and i basically uh, turn all the labels to her and i say all right which one am i taking
1: do i know um,
0: I believe you would. You were the one who identified Calcadomania before. Uh, you would know that it should just need the removed disease.
1: Um, the one for disease should do it.
2: Alright, perfect. And without a deal, I take the, uh, the flask and I take a big swig.
1: You may want to have some of this dinner too. I hear blueberries are extremely healthy. All
0: right. So you pull you pull a swig off of it, uh, and you feel a little warmer for a second, but it seems like uh like the uh the magic is being overpowered somewhat uh by the by the disease. Seemed like a weak pull. You have one use remaining of the removed disease.
2: Alright. I'm still feeling hollow inside. (laughs) (laughs) Any any suggestions here, dear?
4: Take the whole Um, thing.
2: Alright. I do that. I take the whole thing.
4: Okay.
0: Uh... Uh, you chug down the last drop, uh, and the shadow, uh, te- uh, the shadow veins running through your shoulder will begin to glow with a bright light for a moment, and, uh, this light, like, flecks off of your skin and floats away, fading quickly. Ha <laughs> uh, like movie. one,
2: forces of hell, zero.
1: <laughs> forces of Abaddon, sweetheart. Safe.
3: Yeah, if uh, Lark's feeling better since he just drank that in front of the whole table, Riley, Riley will raise a glass and say to Lark's health. That seems like something to
2: drink to. I it the his glass and I raise it and I say to Lark's health
3: indeed. To Lark's health. Actually, I take it back. Riley raises his glass but passes it to Lark instead of drinking it himself.
2: Um, I I uh, would would take a swig out of his glass. That's poison, McFord's pizza. Ha!
3: <laughs> no, I've been I'm an assassin that. all along <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright but yes you are cured of your De- Uh you do still have wisdom damage uh, that will heal with time to my constantly deteriorating health <laughs> I'll drink to that
4: <laughs>
0: but sadly so, so for the audience uh, foresight lifts a glass in his room to my constantly deteriorating health he says oh shit
1: well since Lark is feeling better I'm going to go get change so when everyone's through eating we can go to that little shopping trip we were speaking of yeah, like a-
3: yeah yeah good great um Sean quick question and maybe this is a question that Riley will ask around to the party because they might know better than he does but, um, lycanthropy, once it sets in, is it permanent, right? Yes. Uh, nothing short of
0: extraordinarily powerful magic can undo lycanthropy once it's set.
3: Okay. And it's already probably set in with, uh, Nina. We're waiting for the big uh, date of change to see if it actually has, right? Correct. Okay. So that flask of, uh, break curse probably wouldn't do anything for her. Um, actually at this point
0: um that may be an option uh yeah screw it i'm gonna say yes like if it hasn't set in um it will give her another it's not guaranteed but it will give her a chance
3: so Uh, Okay, great. So then I think the way it plays out is, you know, Lark's celebrating. He got rid of his nasty disease. And Riley, once he finishes handing over his drink, finds that the one flask is labeled Break Curse and maybe remembers something about lycanthropy being a curse. So, like, reaches across the table, shakes leaf, and sa- points to the flask and says, Do you think we can use that flask of Break Curse to cure Nina of her lycanthropy?
7: Um... I will dig into the deepest reaches of my brain and try and find an answer.
3: Okay, you think on it. I'm going to go ask Foresight because he's also very knowledgeable about these sorts of things.
0: Okay. Uh Leaf, go ahead and give me a uh, an arcana or a local.
7: Uh Sure, let's do arcana. That's a 10.
0: Uh, you're unsure. Uh, you you do know that lycanthropy is often referred to as a curse, but you're unsure if it literally is.
7: Uh, I'm not certain enough to uh, test the theory. Uh, maybe Foresight would know.
3: Lycanthropy is knowledge local, isn't it? Uh, certain aspects of it, yes. I have knowledge local, so do you mind if okay. I give it a shot? Go ahead, yes. Great. Lycanthropes, that's...
0: technically, are knowledge local.
3: Well, that's a 14. Yeah. So
0: you're aware of lycanthropes, of course, um, mm-hmm. that they have a wide variation. They're not all werewolves. Um, But once again, you're bound to the realm of speculation. Uh, in terms of whether or not it's truly a curse or not.
3: Great. Foresight, you're my only hope. Riley bounds upstairs.
6: I suppose I'll ask, would you like for me to reiterate for the third time what Foresight's doing? Because I will if you want.
3: Well, okay, so yeah. Riley stops at Foresight's door, knocks, um, doesn't get a response, so then he kicks open the door. <laughs> and, uh, says foresight i don't mean to interrupt you again this evening i know you're working on very important things but you just identified a flask of break curse did you not that you gave to lark yes do you think we could use that to cure nina
6: hey you know what foresight did the previous day literally read an entire book about curing Yeah.
0: so with that fresh (laughs) in your mind go ahead and Make me an Arcana or a local check with the plus two bumps with no cap.
6: Fuck it. I'll use a spell to roll a skill check twice and take the better result.
0: Oh, the destiny thing?
6: Yeah. Gotta get some use. Oh man, I'm glad I did that. Nice so 20. uh total okay
3: um
0: yeah so you would know that lycanthropy is uh in fact a curse uh as well as a disease it is both Hmm. um (laughs) if if they've failed already with the uh with the wolf spain uh and break curses used, it will give another opportunity for the Wolfsbane to work, but she has to take it again. Uh, that, that aside, if there was another dose remaining of the, uh, removed disease, it could be used in conjunction
6: in the Wolfsbane's place. Like therapy. Pe- it's annoying. It's a curse, but it's also a disease, so. Either would, either curative would be, uh, give her a chance. It's not surefire. She's already infected, but it would at least give her another chance to fight off the, the disease. So maybe.
3: I see. And if we acquired somehow another potion of cure disease, that would go a long way in helping
6: her technically it would double the chances.
3: Well, luckily we were just given the name of an apothecary in town. Perhaps she carries potions. Mm. Though, worst case, if you think there's a good chance, I'm willing to donate the flask and whatever resources we have to make sure that she can fight the disease again properly.
6: That would be for the best, I think.
3: Then I believe... We have a visit to an apothecary to make.
0: Alright. So uh is
3: Riley just gonna go ahead and head that way? Or uh, is he I-, I think we can include that in like the group's shopping excursion that we're gonna do. Um, um Yeah, I see no reason not to.
0: <clears throat> Alright, so then you return downstairs?
3: Yes, and Riley will inform the rest of the party, since I think everyone's caught up to speed on what's happening with Nina, so he'll just inform them of the stuff he's learned with uh, Foresight, or from Foresight, and that's uh, using this Flask of Break Curse will give her another, basically, if I understand correctly, another saving throw to thwart the disease. So, another potion of Cure Disease would be great if the party can find and afford it, but if not, we have it, a potion of Resistance, which will increase her saves a little bit, Maybe we can find okay, so some the, other things. Um,
0: what, what will happen with the Break Curse? Because normally uh, you have to receive your bane within three days of being bitten. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of how long the triggering event is away. Um, what the Break Curse does is reset that
3: timer. Right. So we'd have you to would... stack in some bane.
0: Yeah, you'd either have to give her more Wolf's Bane or give her a cure disease potion
7: on top. Slaps Nina, this girl can fit so much Wolf's Bane.
0: <laughs> Which you know she was quite ill from it still. Recovering, but still quite ill.
3: Right. Well with Foresight on deck, we can probably worst case scenario if the Wolf's Bane hurts her more, at least try to see her through it. Um so that's kind of the direction Riley wants to move in. Okay as part of our fun shopping trip
0: (laughs) so uh, with the exception of Foresight who is still devotedly uh, working on the doses of uh, uh, Sodroot everybody else has eaten dinner and uh, uh, with a little bit of time passing uh, would you all like to set out for this shopping trip
3: Riley says yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool's,
7: cool's coming.
1: Everybody but Foresight, I think. Yep, I tag along.
7: Oh, then I'm going to have to demand that Foresight attends as well. So, uh, march upstairs with Box and uh, Gray Malkin and uh, do do the standard bang on uh, Foresight's room door.
0: <laughs> uh, foresight, I'm going to say you finish your second dose right before this comes about.
6: I love that it's become the standard knock, and you know, Foresight will get up and slowly enter the door.
7: Foresight, how goes the work?
6: It's tiring, but worth the time and energy.
7: Have you been able to process much so far?
6: Uh, I've got two doses done.
7: Wonderful. Well, how about we cap off a hard day's work and uh, you join us for our shopping excursion.
6: Scott kind of stares at you to see if you're joking.
7: No, hes he's got the most genuine smile on his face you've ever seen.
6: That makes it really hard for me to tell if you're joking. People usually smile when they're joking. <laughs> this is what the books told me.
7: Similar face to what you saw in the forest.
6: Which, uh,
0: as a note foresight, um, while you are processing these into uh, proper doses uh, of medicinal sod root, uh, you would remember that sod root can be boiled into an effective, uh, like a tea, that will have a similar, if
6: slightly lessened effect. I do believe it was stated that it would give it the addictive quality, which kind yes, of a well, that would be a uh, kind of factor.
7: I'm sure uh, Adira could be convinced to forego the harness if we hurry. What? The leash. Oh, um... Besides, I'm, th- I'm sure there, uh, there's equipment, supplies, trinkets, clothing, something that you might find of interest at the market. Uh, thanks to Riley's efforts, uh, we, we got a bit of a stipend to spend.
6: Uh, thing is, I haven't been sleeping very well. And I'm pretty tired right now. Plus the blood loss that I have made up for I think at best if I just sleep
7: I have to insist uh if you join us then you'll be twice as tired by the time it comes uh, by, by the time dawn ta- or sunset breaks and uh you'll you should sleep soundly through the night
6: there will be no issue with me sleeping sound slump- sleeping soundly I'm blood loss tired.
7: is hardly an issue for a shopping trip. You've, you've adequate amounts of blood uh, to, to peruse trinkets with the rest of us.
6: Strange, I wasn't aware you were a physician.
7: Uh, well, I, I have uh, functioned as, as a healer in some smaller villages. I'm hardly classically okay. trained, but uh, the, the Way of the Green gives someone uh, a, a bit of insight into such matters.
6: them dank dank healers I'm just, needless I'm to say trying my best to not make a foresight <laughs> joke
7: needless to say uh in my professional opinion uh i i would say uh, this this trip would do you quite a bit of good Eh? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Like slowly blinking.
7: Perhaps do this as a personal favor to me. Uh, I've I've been uh, haunted by a creature for the last few days, and uh, your presence will serve as a useful distraction.
6: I'm not sure how these things correlate.
7: They don't need to, (laughs) you know. Just, yeah. Mush. (laughs) Too mush.
0: (laughs) Put the leash on him anyway. Roll handle animal.
7: Let's just move on. (laughs) Herding cats.
6: Gotta stay with the sad sack. Uh, I. I appreciate the offer. However, I am truly terribly tired.
7: Well, it's uh, interesting that you say that. I actually passed uh, a—it was—it was a charcuterie place that served some sort of uh, coffee drink. Now, I think that may wake you up enough for the duration of the the shopping trip, and then you can go straight to bed once we get back. It's, uh, a day of shopping is sure to exhaust you for a peaceful night's sleep.
6: Forcing someone to be awake sounds like a terrible thing.
7: Uh, it's hardly forced. I'm I'm sure you enjoy enough of our company to stomach through the time.
6: It's gonna like slowly close the door.
7: You just hear like a, a thump at the top, and it's <laughs> box.
4: <laughs>
7: box. I I'm I'm afraid uh, two out of three votes here uh, are insisting that you come along with, Uh, it'll be a treat we can get you uh, some things to pair up on your alchemy equipment, perhaps uh, a a new pestle for your mortar, or or some earplugs to assist in ignoring us as we travel
6: I've lived a hermetic lifestyle my entire life there's nothing that I don't already have that I need
7: and now, uh, you're amongst Riley Moreheim's company. It says, um, con- consider it a, a work function. <laughs> just,
0: it, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's funny to listen to leaf flail at this. It's <laughs>
3: like, Do it! come on,
1: come on, come on. Come on! I'm telling you, just tie the rope around him and pull. He will follow.
3: (laughs) Just tell him you'll bring Riley upstairs. Then he'll go along with it. Yeah.
6: You know, this door's open. What's the worst that could happen? Getting stabbed? That sounds... Sounds okay. You're just going to walk over to the bed and just (laughs) lay down face first.
7: Yeah, so, I mean, I I just kind of, like to say to box and I say stay and he just stands there holding the door I go uh, downstairs and uh, I I report back into the rest of the group it seems uh, we're we're receiving some resistance in his accompaniment of us Uh, does anybody else want to perhaps help I'm not quite as versed in uh, foresight ease
3: (laughs) (laughs) well why is foresight not willing to come along on our shopping extravaganza
7: he claims fatigue
3: for sidey whiteys. I'm well,
1: telling you you just have to tie a rope around him and pull.
3: Leaf, be honest. Is he a sleepy boy? I will take your silence as a yes. <laughs>
7: He's just like choking on his words. Like, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> no one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley's
3: just chuckling to himself. He finds himself really amusing.
7: Perhaps if we got him some sort of uh rickshaw or stroller and carried him around.
3: You I'm sorry, Leaf, you wouldn't wish to push Foresight around in a stroller. Is this correct?
7: Well that way he could rest and still Wouldn't it be easier to have Fox just carry him? <laughs> Yeah, we could uh, fashion some sort of papoose. <laughs> Just swaddle him. He could mess up with the cat we've acquired. You really
1: want Foresight to go with you, don't you?
7: Well, I had such a good time in the forest, and uh, he's so knowledgeable about things, I imagine uh, he might be able to recommend some ingredients as we're out shopping. And And again, he's earned a portion of these wages. It only seems fair to give him an opportunity to spend it.
0: Adira, Leaf, make me perceptions.
7: 26.
1: Yeah, I only got a 15.
0: Uh, In your animate uh, argument, uh, you you happen to look around and you see... uh, You see Jaraxis sitting on the far side of the bar, looking intently uh, towards the group. Uh, his usual wide smile plastered on his face.
1: Um, It would appear Traxxas might be planning to join us.
7: Perhaps he knows uh, a a way to solicit foresight into coming with us.
1: You you could always ask him.
7: Hmm
3: perhaps as opposed to asking the mysterious entity that seems to be haunting the two of you and how to get foresight to come along with us for a shopping trip might it be best for us to just leave foresight to his slumber and move on ourselves
1: that might be best too but did anybody think to invite Clint
3: is Clint in the room with us not in the corner
0: no uh, that's not him In the spotlight. He's not losing his religion.
3: Well, I did talk with Clinton this morning and mentioned that we'd be gallivanting around looking to unload some materials. I did not explicitly offer for him to join us, but I imagine he has uh, other business to tend to.
1: Okay. I see. I I just... When I spoke to him earlier, he wished to talk to me and I told him we might be able to talk after dinner, so I didn't want to just disappear.
0: I mean... None of you have checked his room.
1: I'll go Uh, knock on his door.
0: He's also a sleepy boy. As you you stand up, everybody make me a perception check.
1: Net one. Bringing a 24. I got a big ol' 7.
3: I got a super great 25.
1: Lark gets 11.
0: Okay, so I'll, I'll start from the bottom that actually notices anything and work my way up. Uh, Lark would notice uh, a new patron enter the bar, uh, paying little mind and turning back to the conversation. However, uh, Riley and Brock would both notice this man who enters and seems to look around as if he is searching for someone. Riley in particular, you would see that this man can't put your finger on it, but he does seem a little familiar. And when he turns and locks eyes with you, he does turn and immediately begin walking your direction. Uh, Meanwhile, Adira is walking away. She didn't notice shit. She's heading off towards Clint's room. We'll we'll have it be this green dude. I
3: don't know. I love the green dude. He's my favorite.
0: Hey,
5: green guy. Green zombie. Oh my god, it's a zombie. I attack it.
3: So I guess as this guy is like walking over to us or me, uh Riley's going to steadily like back away from the co- the foresight conversation and uh meet this guy kind of I wanna say halfway, but he's kinda close to us anyways, so uh
0: he would he would step uh towards you, he would he would stop as he saw you approaching. Uh and he seems to be gauging your reaction. Um
3: Says, might you be Riley Morheim, <laughs> the one and only? Yes, Riley, Riley Morheim of Riley Morheim's Company. Mister Morheim, I have some
0: business to discuss with you. If you'd like, uh, we can make it a bit private, as it may be sensitive to something in your past.
3: Well, my allies are rather preoccupied discussing how sleepy one of my other allies is. But uh, you and I might take a seat right over here. We can just take a seat right right over here, right at the circular table nearby.
0: If you wish your business, very well. So Mr. Yes, go on. My name God damn it. come up. My name is Gerard Nerim. Uh, Which I will put that in the chat so you know how to fucking spell it, because... I'll just guess, it's fine. There. Ha! No. My name is Gerard Nero. I'm a hireling of a certain uh, loan company. One that your mother in her time did make a deal with. Uh, Mr. Morheim, with her passing, her debts have passed on to you. And I'm afraid that the reclamation of property was not enough to cover the fees in addition to uh, its raw cost.
3: So I am here to... Riley holds up a finger and says, Oh, Riley Morheim. I'm sorry, I'm Rodney Morheim." Make me a bluff check.
4: <laughs>
0: oh
3: now, so, you now know, you're fine with,
4: with
0: Go ahead, say it. Say it. Go ahead. Do it. Now, I, I now got, I'm buying plenty of bagums. <laughs> it's a toy, bro. No,
5: now he's now he's fine with now he's fine with the uh, the Rodney name. Now he now he wants to accept that. Is he gonna live the rest of his life as Rod, Rodney Mortimer?
7: Of Rodney Morheim's adventuring company?
3: Guess I just have to change my name, which is unfortunate because I've been pushing it so fucking hard
0: So I am going to roll this, it doesn't matter, but I am going to roll it
5: That's a solid one on his bluff, by the way (laughs) Due to the fact that he should be taking minus everything from how much he says his own name out loud
3: Listen, I'd be remiss if I didn't try, that's all I'm saying so I would like—I oh, yeah. would like to tell you that without penalties,
0: he is—he is, without without your penalties, he has beaten you.
3: That—that's fair. Like I said, I didn't really <laughs> expect to succeed. I just had to try. Story of my no, life. Now, Mister Morheim, I am no fool. Right. Yes. Of course. I was just clarifying that my name is Riley Morheim. You're right. Um, mm. So go on about those debts. You've clearly come a long way to find me. Yes, you can be a hard man to find, which is weird packing... because I say my name all the time.
0: Well, it certainly helps. I did end up waiting here for you to arrive after I heard you broke off from the caravan. so I think unless you have the requisite uh requisite fees needed that uh you, uh, are going to have to come into custody with me.
3: Well, uh, tell me, how much, or remind me how much you're looking for. Well,
0: after the house reclamation, there was only 120 gold remaining. However, time has compounded the fees upon it. And, well, it's been quite a while. So you're looking at a much higher 865 gold
3: interesting 150 to 865 that's it time and loans and
0: late payments and interest and
3: abandonment fees
0: all starts to add up
3: I'm assuming you have proof of this debt and everything I do Well, don't expect me to take your word for it, then.
0: Here's a copy for you. And you'll pull out a a piece of parchment and place it on the table, scoot it towards you. And you'll also note there that I have the foregone rights in multiple countries to hunt you down and either gain said... Appeasements in gold or in flesh. I would much rather this be peaceful, Mister Morhai.
3: Yes, as would I. Uh, how does he? Uh, does he look like a strong man, a swift man? Uh, he looks pretty well-rounded. Uh,
0: not not in form, but in in terms of being nimble and strong. Uh, probably not too powerful one way or the other but uh, a good balance um he's probably about middle age he's got some scars he's likely been doing this job a while and is probably skilled if they've sent him you know halfway across the world
3: well as much as i'd rather enjoy testing your metal with steel i'd also prefer settling this matter without bloodshed you've certainly come a long way seeking me out and I'd hate to have this debt hanging over me for the rest of my life so you've caught me at a rather convenient time I'm trying to liquidate some assets to get more coin into my pocket and um, I will have to see what I can pull from that we'll be in town for a couple more days I'm assuming you're willing to give me some time to pull this money out you've got a
0: day and I will be following you very closely, Mr. Moore. Don't think you can
3: escape. Oh, well, you are we're going on a shopping spree. You're welcome to tag along if you want. I'd love to introduce you to the company, Gerard. Come, in fact, Riley stands up and uh, gestures for Gerard to come with him. He does
0: assume a more kind of guarded stance. And you can see that his. He crosses his arms in such a way that his right hand is. Like, would very swiftly be able to draw his sword if needed.
3: Oh, that's fine. Um, Riley will get up from his seat, step back towards the uh, party left at the table, which is, I think, just uh, Brock, Lark, and uh, Leaf. And um, Riley will say to the party Friends, this is a debt collector. Come to obtain some funds. My mother seems to have left a debt in the wake of her death. And uh his name is Gerard, he's a pleasant fellow, and he's seeking sums of close to 865 or rather a- exactly 865 gold from me. So I'm hoping this shopping trip we're about to go on is very lucrative. Friends, Gerard, Gerard, Riley Moreheim's company. Gerard will nod to a lot of you,
0: keeping a a close eye uh watching your hands, uh, taking note of all your faces.
5: Uh, Brock would simply wave to him and kind of study him a little bit.
7: Uh, I'll, like, stand up and approach to shake his hand. Hello, I'm Leif. Nice to meet you, Gerard. Uh,
0: which hand do you offer out to shake with?
7: Uh, I'm assuming the standard right hand
0: he will uh, he'll grasp you at the uh, forearm Uh, but uh, Riley and I think Lark being in good positions would notice that he does place his left hand on the pommel of his sword as he does so
7: I suppose uh, I'll go fetch box
3: sounds like a plan
7: then I will do so and uh, make sure that Forsight's door is secured.
0: Adira, uh, you were heading upstairs uh, to meet with Clint and completely missed all this.
1: Yep, she would knock on Clint's door.
0: All right, uh, Clint would answer, be like, uh, very, uh, kind of, uh, squinty. A little bit. Uh, you notice that several candles are lit uh, in his room, as well as the lantern. Uh, he's like, "Ah, yes, Adira. Can I help you?"
1: Um, we're all going out to uh, go on a little shopping trip, sell some things, stuff of that nature. Do you wish to come along?
4: Oh,
0: I think uh, per- perhaps uh, another time. Uh, I've, I'm. Uh, recording and it, it, I don't do very well when I'm uh, interrupted from that I come back to it I forget my place and such things Uh, but perhaps I'll catch up with you at the market if I finish early
1: okay um, if not do you still want me to come back by when we're done
0: Uh, yes please if you don't mind
1: not a problem she will turn around and walk away
0: Uh, so you come back down the stairs uh, and see uh, by the time you approach um, uh, the the rest or leaf is just turning to go pick up box
1: Riley Clint said that uh, he doesn't care to join us right now he's busy that he may catch us in the market later
3: that's perfectly fine. Uh, Best for him to get some rest. But, Adira, since you've rejoined us, Adira, meet my uh, personal debt collector, Gerard. He comes seeking a debt my mother left since her death.
1: Oh, um, how much?
3: Close to 900. 865 to be exact.
1: Oh, I don't have that much. That's okay. I can pay 100 of it.
3: We'll see how the shopping trip goes. I'm quite interested in spending some time with Gerard uh, as he'll be escorting us on this shopping trip, getting to know him as the person, the man behind the debt collector, the history of Gerard, my newest friend. Um, who owns your debt? Uh, Riley will ask Gerard to inform Alark who owns my debt. <clears throat> the Kalehursts institute
2: Kilhurst institute
0: it's a fine it's a financial institute in Solaria.
2: ah uh, and they've come about inheriting this debt from whom
0: mr morheim's mother Allery morheim had the debt from financing to buy a new home
2: w- w- would you mind if i see that rid of debt
3: Riley will hand over his copy.
2: Okay. Um, can I give you a profession, Merchant, just because we tend to look at ledgers a lot, and what I'm interested in looking at is it it seems rather outstanding that this debt has gone from 150 gold to, like, 865 gold. Um, so I want to see if there are any shenanigans going on with that, like, in terms of, like, questionable fees or... Um, are they are they basically exploiting him, or is this literally just like a debt that has been compounding for the past twenty years? <laughs> uh,
0: go go ahead and make your
2: check. All right, I rolled a thirteen.
0: All right, so um, it's not shenanigans; like nothing is being done that, to the best of your knowledge, is illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they it is likely. Um, at least some of the fees that have compounded here are um, what you might call a spike fee Um, okay because like there's uh, there is interest on it which all of the fees pile into that as well Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's also um, dozens uh, let me just clarify so Riley gave up the house and he was with um, he was with the he was still around for a while right yeah Insulating. so
3: when uh, Riley's mother Allery passed he ended up uh, staying with the parents of his uh, teenage sweetheart which would probably be when the house was like reclaimed or whatever
2: okay presumably if it would have been reclaimed like that would have been that would have paid off a substantial amount of the debt no?
0: It did, uh, leaving leaving only 150 gold remaining out of the entirety of the debt. Um, however, po- after that, nothing was paid. So there are late fees. There's uh, after a certain amount of time, uh, the late fees stop happening, and there was a large abandonment charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then since then, it's been mostly a high rate interest.
2: Okay. Fair enough. Uh,
0: so like they didn't inherently have to let the late fees go on so long and there's like abandonment charges are kind of up to the company or association that makes them uh some legal systems will have them where they're max capped but okay. uh you're not familiar enough i don't think with the specifics of that area okay Uh, given your check so you wouldn't know about that okay like the abandonment charge by itself was about 200 gold
2: okay now i guess my next question is is so like this fellow he is he recognized by the entire government in other words if he were to attack us and we were to defend ourselves would we then be dealing with like local soldiers
0: um uh basically what you're holding is a copy of his writ so he he does have the official writ with a seal on it mm-hmm. um and it does give him the legal right to attempt to apprehend uh Riley he, and if he resists he can use violence to do so so okay. while you might not be in express trouble from local government if y'all fight back against him um that would actually be a crime in Solaria, and you would become criminals in Solaria.
2: Okay. From that. And like, let's say he were to attack us, we were to defend ourselves. Things got a little bit hairy. Um, and uh, he were to die as a result of that combat, would we then be wanted for murder?
0: Uh. Yeah. Basically.
2: Okay. Um, so yeah, I would hand the copy back to uh, Riley and I would say uh, um, uh, I would point to some of like the more egregious uh, charges and uh, uh, things, and I'd say you could potentially dispute these ones over here, but uh, I think you're on the hook for the rest.
3: I think that the discussions over this can probably wait for a while. I'm much more interested in Getting rid of some of the items we've picked up, exchanging it for money, and uh, learning more about my friend Gerard here in the process. I don't mean to delay our shopping endeavors, shall we?
0: So, a lot of you, uh, while Foresight, while, while he sleeps it off in his room, uh, you all set out towards the market.
1: Yes. I will point out to Lark that the dress I'm wearing is the one I wish to find material to do some gloves that will go well with it.
2: uh, I'll help her find what she's looking for.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, her dress is made of a pretty good quality linen uh, as far as it goes.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be aiming to do some mass storage stuff. uh, I forget exactly which one it is, but the one that looks nice.
0: So... You all set out uh, as it's about time for us to wrap up. You all set out towards the market. Uh, before we end though, I would like everybody to make a perception check.
5: 23 for
3: Brock. Riley with a 12. Largely
2: with Alright.
0: So Brock... Uh, You would notice someone slinking in the alleyways when you pass uh, on the way to the market. It would be one thing if you just saw them in one alleyway, but you notice them walking along and you can see them looking from time to time uh, towards your, your group.
5: So just like a pair of eyes
0: no it's a person
5: oh okay i thought i don't know just it just seems like just a pair of eyes in the <laughs> no, alleyway. No,
0: no, no nothing supernaturally creepy it it looks like somebody's following you. yeah okay. it's a shady motherfucker
5: okay never mind i i misinterpreted what that was uh is he dressed similarly to the guy we were walking with
0: Uh, that you can't quite tell. He is outside of the range of your dark vision, so he's just a silhouette.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, well then I will certainly be keeping an eye on him as we travel.
6: (sighs) Alright.
0: And also, Gerard, after a short while, will be joined by two others. A woman and a half-orc man.
1: No.
3: he has his own company. Good for him. He does.
1: Does <laughs> he bother to introduce us?
0: Uh, he doesn't go out of his way. If you ask, he might.
1: Okay.
5: Uh, wait. Would I know? Would Brock know that that uh she has dark vision?
1: Yeah. Well, she doesn't use lights unless a human asks for them. Oh, okay.
5: Um. Well, then he would actually point the other presents out to Adira, knowing that she would be likely to actually be able to see it. So he wouldn't have to, uh, like, verbally state anything. He'll, he'll just kind of motion to the strange
1: figure. Or Do was that I the see group? said figure when he points them out?
0: You might pick up on a little bit of movement, but with, with your check and even with him kind of pointing it out to you, you just pick up a little movement. You don't see anything quite so ex- distinct as he did.
1: Um, can I send my lights down the the alleyway?
0: Yes. Yes, you can.
1: I would like to do that.
0: So you send your lights down the alleyway, and there is a figure near the end of the alley that quickly uh, does retreat um, as they approach.
1: I don't think he wants to be seen, whoever he is.
5: I was I was trying to be a little more discreet than that, but yeah. It it seems that he doesn't want to be seen. Whoever it look is. Look
1: at look at this uh, debt collector and be like, is he one of yours?
0: No, all of mine are here.
1: I'm gonna go down this alley.
0: All right. So you go down the alley. It's still lit, yes?
1: Yeah, my dancing lights are up. All right. Uh, I'll Um, follow her just in case this jumps
0: out you go down the alley, when you reach the end you're on a a small side road uh, that's just kind of there to be a footpath that's not quite as crowded maybe for small hand drawn carts as well
1: do we see anybody?
0: Uh, give me a perception check
1: you keep saying that, like, I can actually roll one.
5: Uh, 21 for Brock.
1: Oh, I got a 20! I'm so happy with myself now.
0: <clears throat> Let me roll this damn thing. Yeah, you would notice a uh, person slinking down the next alley as you exit.
5: Are we able to get anything more than a shadow this time or is that still all we see?
0: Um, you would see kinda of like tattered tattered clothes they're taller than Brock and shorter than Adira. Um kinda of just uh really ratty looking get up, but not not much detail as they dive behind.
1: Okay. Well, combat. um before they before they duck out of sight, do I have time to do something?
0: What is that? What do you it's want? It's long to talk?
1: range. I would like to suggest for that motherfucker to come here.
0: Uh yeah, you can. Uh give me one short moment. <laughs> oh, um he does not acquiesce. Well damn. You're rolled Nat 20 on his.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he now he knows we're aware of him. If he was up to no good, maybe that will dissuade him.
0: Do you go follow enough to like look down that alley? Sure. Okay.
1: Make me perceptions. Uh twenty this time. It's lower. A six. I ain't seeing nothing.
0: <laughs> so you look down the alleyway, dear, and you don't see anything. Uh he must have to the best of your knowledge, he had to have like bolted hard uh, to have made it to the other end of the alley by the time you got there. Brock, however, you notice something laying on the ground. A set of tattered pants, coat, and and uh, and shirt uh, just laying on the ground. There are, uh, and like when you bring the light over, and like this was in the other alleyway too, there was just rats skittering away from the light.
5: Uh if I pick up the clothes and look at them, is there anything weird about them?
0: Not particularly. They're in poor repair and they smell bad.
5: Can I sense mode of the clothes?
0: No. Um there there's a little bit in the in the pouch that's with them. There's like a couple copper pieces. Uh and and a little bit of uh jerky.
5: Uh he would hold the the clothing up to Adira. you be like, well, it seems he either is running down the street naked or he disappeared somehow. Mm,
1: Possibly a magic user. Either way, I guess we should rejoin the others and just try to keep an eye out in case he returns.
0: As a note, the other group did not see somebody bolt naked out of the alleyway or anybody oh, but the other would, way. It well, or, would it have
5: wrapped back would it have wrapped back around to them? Oh, okay. uh, i'll hold the close-up to it here and be like do you, you want to <laughs> keep these or do you, you want to leave them here
1: um i have no need of them
5: uh i'll drop them on the ground and
1: head back out to the road then Riley, you might should be aware Uh, we were being followed. The guy disappeared.
3: Did you get a decent look at this fellow?
1: Not really. Um, He left his tattered clothes behind.
5: Yeah, we We got a real good look at them and a real good smell.
3: Odd. Uh... Well, if anyone notices anything else strange or has any ideas as to why someone might be stalking us, please feel free to share with the group.
1: Well, unless he has a change of clothes, if he comes back, he should be noticeable because he will be naked.
3: You hear that, Gerard? Keep your eyes out for a pantsless man stalking our group. Wonderful. Yes. Never a dull moment with Riley Morhaime's company.
0: I'm certain. He he looks kind of just
3: amused. Oh, this is good. This is good. And, yeah, oh. I mean, I guess we venture off, but just keeping our eyes open to see if anyone else is following us. That's really strange. Yeah.
0: So I think y'all head off towards the market, and that'll be it for this session. Yay.
3: We did it. We're still alive.
7: And to think Forsyth missed out on the naked dude.
3: He would have loved the <laughs> naked dude. Aww. And to think.
5: He would have loved that dirty pile of clothes, too.
6: And to think.
7: Dobby has a sock. <laughs> <laughs> Dobby is...
0: I'd like to thank our patrons, Tim Demuse, Brian Rafe, Don Bewley, and Brian Bridges. Thank you all for supporting us every month and being totally awesome. If you'd like to join our patrons, check us out on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. You can also join us in our Discord, The Hive, by checking the episode description, You can also see some of our friends in the podcasting community and The Hive with links to their Twitters below as well. Thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.